Welcome to the Run Gear episode 8. I'm your host Paddy Common and I'm joined by Bob Flavin and this week we're talking all about the Cork Marathon and we're joined on the line by Jim O'Donovan who's the race director of the course Cork Marathon. Hello Paddy, how are you? Uh, good, uh, thanks for joining us. Um, Cork Marathon, I suppose it, it's one of the really it's it's one of the first big events of the year, and um, it's 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 really a very very respected marathon at this stage. How long has the the marathon been uh, taking place? Uh, this this will be our eleventh year, no, Paddy. Uh, we started it in two thousand and seven. After a gap of over twenty years, there hadn't been a, a marathon in Cork City for twenty years up to two thousand and seven. Uh, they were they were very popular back in the. 80s and then I uh, sponsorship dropped away and I uh, the, the running the running boom I suppose dropped off and uh, as I say thing the traffic and everything changed and we hadn't had one for 20 years so somebody suggested it would be a good idea to have one so a few of us took it on in the city council and uh, we got some sponsorship and we got strong support from the city council and uh, we, we, we we've been running since to so what happened though? So there was one back in in the day, back in the what was the nineteen eighties? Back in the eighties, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it seems, I mean, it, it seems there was almost two peaks of marathons. You know, marathons were hugely popular, I think, in the late 70s, mm-hmm. early 80s, sure, weren't they? And then, yeah. and then, uh, then obviously went quiet for a while. But but to get it back and, and to have 11 years of success, you must be delighted down in Cork for that now. Oh, we are. We're absolutely delighted. And, uh, you know, every year is different and brings its own challenges. But uh, I suppose this year we have changed. Uh, we have our, our, our title sponsor again this year the Irish Examiner and Cork City Council of course is, is, a, is a significant uh, sponsor but we've decided to change from the June Bank Holiday Monday to the Sunday of the June Bank Holiday so it'll be the 4th of June this year and uh, we're hoping it'll uh, it'll be popular with uh, the runners uh, of all standards and that uh, it'll be uh, or, or it'll be popular as I say our numbers are already up by about 25% so uh, we're hoping for a good bounce on the numbers and uh, that it'll help our long-term sustainability as a race um, because I suppose we, we 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 really take over the city with about 8,000 runners on the day and uh, we have people doing uh, the full marathon, the half and the relay and you can do a relay uh, up to five people in a team and each person does, you know, a little over five miles or, you know, it, it varies, the different yeah. legs vary so there's there's a we we call it more than a marathon really we say it's more than a marathon we have something for everyone really Bob is laughing at me here across the table because he's asking me am I am I doing it um, this year I have I tell you what I have done Bob I've, I've booked my hotel room have you I have my hotel room I'm, and I'm going to do I'm going to do one of the events that's okay. all I'll say for now can I come and watch and film you can, you you can of course training is going well and, and I may I'm, it, it, I will I will certainly be in Cork on the day and I will do one of the events either half or, or full I'll hopefully do the half but I haven't signed up yet but I will get my uh, I'll get myself organised but you booked a hotel week. room 
it's all as well. Well, as well. well, at least I have somewhere to stay. Have the, have somewhere to stay the night before, exactly. Um, I have a packet of biscuits in the snooze. So, Jim, how, how have the numbers changed over the last from years? I mean, when you first came back eleven years ago, was there uh, was there a big appetite for for people to to sign up again? Uh, well, I think there was. Yeah, I mean, I suppose people there was the novelty of having a, a marathon back in Cork City, and I suppose we we were lucky enough we got a, we got a good course from early on, and we were able to bring the the full marathon uh, and the relay uh, uh, through uh, through the Jack Lynch Tunnel, so that you have the experience of running under the River Lee, and uh, that's part of the course. And it's it's uh, kind of generally considered to be considered to be quite a, a flat course. Okay. Um, so and there's a very nice start and finish uh, in Patrick Street, which is our our main shopping street and our main activity street, I suppose, for the city. Uh, so it's, it's smack it's smack in the centre of the city, and um, obviously we're tweaking the race a bit this year to take it away from churches where we can, not to not to interfere with people going to uh, mass and service and so on. Uh, but uh, it's large, it's tweaked, but it's largely the same. But um, we will have we will have a different approach to the finish uh, coming in, coming down North Main Street and turning into Washington Street and then turning into Grand Parade and Patrick Street. So it'll be it'll be different from the other years. And what, uh, in terms of the, the the timing of the event, what time of day do you expect to kick off? What time does it start? We we uh, I suppose we've always started now at uh, nine o'clock. Okay, nine o'clock and on the day and um, the half marathon. Uh, so the 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 full and the relay start at nine, and the half marathon uh, will start at quarter to eleven. And now obviously, you know, Dublin Marathon, um, the the time of year, they don't generally get particularly sunny, nice days at that stage of the year. And But Cork being, um, having its own Mediterranean climate down in, in, down there, you could potentially get a very, very, very warm day, could you, for an event like that? Yeah, I mean, but you know, you know the Irish summer. I yeah, mean, it's, it's it, not it Dubai. Be, yeah. It could be July or August, you know. <laughs> 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 you know what day this, the Irish summer will come. Um, but um, usually it's 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 mild and warm and overcast. But but I mean, we have had uh, we have had some some days, uh, one or two days, where we had up to twenty four degrees, and and obviously then we have we make sure we have plenty of water stations, plenty of water are available mm. for the runners and we have uh, we have a fantastic uh, first aid and medical setup. Uh, we actually have I suppose the, the top consultant really in emergency medicine helping us Dr. Jason Vanderveld. Right. Uh, he 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 prepares our our medical and emergency first aid plans for us and works with the voluntary first aid bodies like St. John's Ambulance, Sardra Malta, Red Cross and so on. And uh, he he makes sure they're upskilled as much as possible. So on the day we would have, oh, uh, you know, a, a complete plan for first aid and and medical support with ambulances and bicycles, four by fours, the last, you know. It's a massive so, operation, yeah. Jim. I mean, what what is involved in, in terms of the the numbers of people behind the scenes and and, and presumably volunteers uh, getting all this done? Yeah, well, I suppose uh, through the year there's a there's there's a small, uh, there's a small, there's a couple of committees. I suppose there's a sort of an organising committee, um, which is mainly city council staff, uh, with our event manager, who's full time, um, Jean 
Gina Johnson and Gina has been doing it from the start so she's very very experienced in, in, in organising the event um, and then we have a technical committee which includes the Gardaí, Bosairn uh, the athletics bodies uh, and volunteers and uh, that meets every so often to look at it you know to address issues like the course or timing and so on and so forth but on the day we, we would have about 500 volunteers um, and about 160 Gardaí so it's it's a big operation from that point of view and um, the we would have over of the 500 volunteers roughly 100 would be first aid uh, personnel and the balance then would be stewards and there would be people manning the water stations and so on and um, yeah it's a huge commitment by the community really in the Cork area by the sporting community and by communities generally in turning out and giving us that support on the day I mean we couldn't we couldn't possibly run the race without the support of uh, of the volunteers and, and the athletics clubs and, and all their volunteers I mean, I mean obviously with um, with so many people involved it's kind of like a swan swimming in the water it looks very smooth on the surface there's probably an awful lot going on in the background but so it's it's essential that, that, that these people are, are given the credit they're due you know oh absolutely yeah I mean we have uh, we have some very very good um, head stewards who've been doing it with us for a good few years and most of those are also involved in athletics clubs so that they they know what they're at in terms of um, you know stewarding and managing people and so on like that and then you know you, we get volunteers who, who just sign up on, on request and um, we'll, we'll because of the changes in the course we'll need even more volunteers this year so we, we, we'll be we'll be hopeful that more volunteers will sign up as somebody maybe who might have trained and maybe got a little injury and or could can run we'd be, they'd be more than welcome to um to participate as a volunteer and we have a, a whole volunteer registration system at, uh, on the website like corkcitymarathon.ie and uh, we get good support then from our our media partners the Irish Examiner and uh, Red FM uh, the, the local radio station here you know of course yeah I mean looking looking at some of the results over the last few years the, the standard is incredibly high you obviously get uh, you know some some high quality high quality field and lots of international entries uh, we do even though I mean we have had lots of local winners and uh, from the you know from the Cork and Waterford area um, so that I mean we, we we don't specifically look for international elite mm. athletes I mean we 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 we're supporting our own really you know and uh, we we like to see Irish or local athletes doing very well and uh, last year you know the the men's full marathon was won by Philip Harty uh, who's yeah, from uh, Waterford, West Waterford, from Waterford yeah yeah I think it's from West Waterford so I mean over the years as I say we we have had uh, we have had some international runners come in and uh, scoop the prizes but as I say we like to we like to support the Irish athletes as well and to give we're a qualifying race for um, for Boston so um, you know and we're 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 affiliated with the um, AIMS the um, Association of International Marathons and uh, uh, you know we're as I say we're I think yeah we, we, we try to keep up a good standard and keep it well organised 
I'm looking at, I was looking at the website earlier, I see uh, something called the Inter-Services Championship, the Battle of the Badges. Can you tell us anything about that? That's right, yeah. Um, this is something I suppose uh, would be close to my own heart and uh, I, it, it's essentially an opportunity for, we'll say, for the different services like the Gardaí, the, the fire services, the ambulance services, all the uniformed bodies, the Coast Guard, the Naval Service and so on, to, to actually run, run against each other uh, and to uh, to have the bragging rights as to you know either the fastest relay team or the fastest individuals you know and they say, yeah, there's certainly no competition between the armed forces or, 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 or any of those services right <laughs> <laughs> well uh, oh yeah we'd be hoping there'd be good good competition between uh, between even between different units of the defence forces like uh, and uh, in the longer term we would hope that uh, that some kind of international we'd say fire service or police and so on would come in and uh, give us a bit of competition locally, but uh, we, we're we're very fortunate, like with the support we get from all the state, the kind of statutory bodies. In fact, we're able to have our local control centre uh, in 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 our local central fire station, where the the chief officer and the, the fire service make the make the room available, and we have good communications, and we have access to um, CCTV of the course and so on, and the Gardaí, all the services are there so it, it helps uh, it helps us to uh, keep everything running smoothly. So obviously Jim, if people want to find out more about the, the marathon, there's still obviously there's still places left for the full marathon um, and, and for some of the events? Oh certainly um, the, the, the full marathon I suppose in the last number of years we would have kind of 1,300, 1,400 but our half is, is it would be capped at around 2.5 thousand okay. and we would uh, we would hit that but certainly we're we're we're, we're you know i think there are there are um there are uh, spaces available across all the events and uh, i mean we can certainly cater up to 1200 1500 relay teams and up to 2000 you know 2000 in the full in in the full marathon and so on you know so as i said there's they, we, we we obviously we want to grow and sustain the event and have it as a sustainable event and um, you know the change to Sunday is part of that uh, because it gives uh, gives a day's rest uh, on the Monday Yeah and, I was just going to say um, that I need the extra day off there Jim that's it, yeah, that, yeah that's it. Uh, so so equally, uh, we would be hopeful that people would come and make a weekend of it in Cork and even that the local Cork people will be able to, they won't have to rush home knowing that they're heading into work first thing the following day. And Jim, you have a marathon expo as well, I see on your website here, um, on the 3rd of June. Is that something we should be coming down to have a look at? Uh, well, it, it, it kind of it's essentially fits in with the um, with the registration um, um the runners obviously have to register on the Saturday now for Sunday and it's an opportunity to essentially um, it's on quite a small scale by comparison with Dublin now uh, but uh, it would be local retailers mainly and depending on who's available we, we would we would try to have possibly some talks and so on for people about 
the race day and running their marathon and so on. Uh, but, you know, it would be essentially a number of uh, local retailers selling their, their goods and so on in our concert hall. Oh, very good. And Jim, Jim, I'm looking at prices here online as well. It, there's, there really is an impetus on people to, to, to not hang about if they want to enter because I see the marathon prices, you know, they obviously towards the end of last year they were 60 euro by the end of March 65 April thir- by April 30th 75 and by May 12th 85 so so if people really want to enter they should probably just not hang about and, and, and enter soon yeah I mean essentially yeah we, we would encourage everyone to sign up early because mm. it's, it's it's significantly cheaper across all the events uh, you know including the the relay I mean it, it, you know if you were doing a hard copy it goes it goes up to 120 mm. uh, whereas it's it's substantially cheaper if you do it early uh, so I suppose one of the things that uh, we would pride ourselves on here as well is that we have a concession for anyone who's um, who's on uh, welfare benefits oh, who's yeah. on uh, say on, on unemployment benefits or anything like that and we're actually the only marathon in the country that has that type of concession uh, so that as I say if you're if you happen to be uh, on some type of disability benefit or pension or um our unemployment benefit and you can just provide the proof of it and it'll be a full 50% reduction in the, oh, in the entry That's fee. very good. That's very, very good. good. Yeah. And Jim, uh, obviously uh, uh, runners, I know what they're going to ask us, Bob, they're going to say, do we get a t-shirt and do we get a medal? Do we yes. get, do, is there one of those available for, 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 the, for this event? Absolutely. Uh, there's a, we, we, again, like we've spent a bit of money, a bit of extra money now on our medals in the last couple of years. So once you, uh, once you cross the line, you'll get a medal and you'll you'll get your T-shirt actually at registration. I mean, we don't do it at the. Yeah, you don't have to line. do the runs to get a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We would hope you would, but. Um, <laughs> You know, uh, things happen, I suppose, to people that they they don't turn out on the day. We read, I read something online today about, um, I think it was an event in Bath in England where they uh, ran out of medals. Oh, really? I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah half the, but the four hundred and eighty-eight people didn't yeah. get anything when they crossed the line. But cool. sure, yeah. that I know, good, well-organized Cork people, that will not happen. Not happen. Uh, hopefully not. <laughs> Even though, in fact, I mean, obviously, if it did happen, we would make sure people got their medals within within a couple of weeks anyway. And uh, in one sense, it would be nearly a good complaint for us but we'd, <laughs> yeah, have, to, yeah. we'd have such a, a big entry well, well Jim look, you're, you guys are very well served on, on uh, social media it's Cork City Marathon basically on Twitter and on Instagram uh-huh. and all those outlets and on, and on Facebook people can find you too so yeah, we would just like to thank you very much for your time this evening Jim and, and we and certainly I'll, d- I'll be down there running on the day um, I'm not telling you which yet but I'll, I'll yeah. be doing one of them and um, <laughs> uh, hopefully, the, hopefully the, the big one so uh, Fingers crossed, the training is going that way. But um, but uh, listen, thank you, Jim, so much for your time. And thanks uh, very much. And if anyone wants to uh, to to contact you guys, we'll put lots uh, lots of information in the show notes, and we'll also uh, we'll also put it on our Facebook page. So thanks very much, and uh, look forward to seeing you on the day. And thanks, uh, lovely speaking to you both. Okay, take thanks, care, Jim. Jim. Thanks a bit. Thanks. Bye bye. Well, yeah, yeah, that was Jim. Jim on the Cork City Marathon. It sounds like a great event. Eleven years and and uh, still going strong. Yeah, what I love. 
is when you talk to somebody involved in that, how involved you want to become in it straight away. It's like, God, I, I have to apply. I just have to get into that somewhere, you know. And it's, you know, it's it's these people who volunteer. They, you know, Amazing. they spend their own time doing yeah. this stuff and without them, wouldn't happen. And, and yeah. you know, it's, it's, always, it's, it's always nice to give a kind of hat tip to these unsung heroes who uh, make an event like that, yeah. like, which is, you know, it's closing a city. Yeah. Essentially. And even from the tiniest little 5K in the back ass and over to the yeah. biggest events to Dublin City Martin, it takes all these hundreds of volunteers you never hear a word from <laughs> exactly. one day. Those ones standing on the freezing cold yeah. in high-vis vests. Handing out water yeah, or an apple or a banana tea or something. And yeah. making ham sandwiches. Amazing response. We salute you, you guys. Yeah. So, um, so look, I think I'll, I'm going to go down and do one of them. Um, you're training well though you're training I'm training well, well at the moment I'm happy yeah I'm happy so it'll, look it'll be at least half if not full So because um, I'm back fully training as well when, when I say fully training I still have a sore back it still hurts mm. and twinges every once in a while but I, I'm doing a lot more stretches and a lot more sort of yoga stretches and, and pigeon pose and things that I don't really understand but they're quite good I tell you what I need to try and find a way to stretch my hips all this pitch, yoga I, now I don't go to yoga but I found a couple of YouTube channels where there's American girls who are really pretty I said it out loud <laughs> but they're really pretty okay. and they do these after running poses right Okay. Um, and one of them was downward facing dog which everybody probably knows just mm. like hands and feet on the ground facing the ground but it's another kind of pigeon pose which I found very good uh, I think it's called pigeon pose but you, you basically wrap your front leg flat on the ground and your other your rear leg goes out as far as it can in the back I had a problem with hamstrings so I went to physiotherapist and straight away she goes my hamstring they're, they're going to burst if you don't stretch them you know really yeah. hard she couldn't lift my leg very high so she recommended these and they've been working for me so far um, and it definitely made running much more comfortable especially after running I, I made in contact with um, Samadhi I think it's called Drahada, uh, Yoga in Drahada and mm. I, I just I've invited them onto the podcast but they said yes we'd love to but you need to come down and do a oh, class no. first Last time I went to yoga, I ended up sweating like <gasps> bucket. Anyone you wrote think, a blog thing. I, I did. I laughed yeah. really hard at it. I remember. Really I, I went to um, I went to a, a hot yoga class in Valbriggan, <laughs> and uh, oh my god! Just like puddles everywhere. I, I, it, I, I felt it was there was a river literally running yeah. a river out of me but I, and you see all the little women and they're falling themselves in half and you're in the back of that and just big puddle of sweat that's all I was in the back of it I know and I did it again recently with with actually next week's guest Laura from Lab Fitness in Drogheda um, I did a yoga class a hot yoga class there and I do you know what I just I she she rang me up she's like you know did you enjoy it and I actually just said no I didn't <laughs> <laughs> you can actually find a little video of Laura on our Facebook page we did yes, a video yes, with Laura yes, stretching yes. with Laura which stretching is not a I know it's, yeah exactly so I need to re- revise that and do it myself because I'm every time I come back in from a run now I don't know whether it's an age thing as well I just feel like my hips are about to break I'm terrible I don't I'm terrible for not warming up and not cooling down I leave it all to the run the first like kilometre and I'm, I'm trotting along and I'm not even sweating yet Yeah, I should the, the Properly, what I should be doing is getting my heart rate up before I even begin to run. You should be jogging on the spot and doing all that sort of stuff and get yourself started before I actually get out and start running. It'd be much more comfortable. But I don't do it. I'm terrible for coming in and suddenly I'm I'm connecting my watch to the computer and I'm looking at the data instead oh, yeah, of getting down. Stretching. Oh, terrible! I'm still not sure as to whether I never really figured out whether you're supposed to stretch before or after or both. Or both, yeah. I always wonder if it's both. 
I get yeah. really confused by by lots. And then at your level, depending on what you want to do, like I got great advice the other day about uh, you know um, doing like running flat out for a minute, and then running as slow as you possibly can go for a minute. And this is supposed to be brilliant. Never heard of it before. But he said I'd make me go faster. I don't okay, necessarily yeah, want interval, to go any interval training of some sort. Okay. Yeah, so. <laughs> if so. I could do a marathon in, in like five hours, I'd be all right. So we could do a relay, Bob. <laughs> yeah, exactly. do two halves. Half marathon, exactly. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that's it for this week. We will be back next week with Laura from uh, the Juice Lab Ireland, who has been putting me through my gastrointestinal paces with tweets. Uh, some, uh, three days of juicing. But um, yeah, mm. enjoyed that. But I want, yeah, we'd like to find out about you know what is this juicing all about? What are the benefits? Um, and she certainly knows because she's now a qualified juicing therapist. There is that was such a, thing. a job. I didn't know that was a thing. And it is now. I love that thing. That would be a nice thing to be on. If you want to get in touch with us, we are uh, therungear at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at therungear, Twitter at therungear, and facebook.com forward slash therungear. Just the run gear on basically any social media, and you will find us. And uh, do summon us. Do get in touch. Yeah, do leave a comment as well. On uh, we found this the other day, somebody rated us on iTunes, and we instantly got more more people watching it. And off the ball, we hate you if you ever watch this. By the way, you just <laughs> bring out podcasts, the multitude, like five or six the whole time. Uh, so thanks very much. But we're, we we did very well in the chart. We're delighted people are listening. Uh, so keep listening and keep downloading. And we'll talk to you next week.